Fact, fantasy, and history have come together to tease the imagination. Imagination. Welcome, everybody, to Season 8, Episode 30 of the Matty Ice and Marky Mark Podcast. We are live here in the Arsenal studio. We are getting closer and closer. It's spooky season, and I am joined by none other than the coolest man in the world, Mr. Matty Ice. Great to have you here with me once again. It is great to be here, as always, Mr. Marky Mark. Uh, man... It feels like longer than a week since I've been here. It really does. I had a hell of a week, a terrible week. But I, 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 you know what the best part about a terrible week is? It restarts with the best day, the podcast here Monday nights live at 8 p.m. in the Arsenal studio. And I am just having so much fun talking to you right now. We have a spooky, spooky little show today. It's not our Halloween special. But it's we not. are we are trickling it in more and more as we move through the month of maybe, October. Maybe every season, every episode is going to be a spooky. We're going to be those people that keep Halloween decorations up all year long. Every episode is going to be spooky from here on out until uh, the end of the year game of the year episode. That's are we right. doing that this year? Oh, we use it do it every episode. Well, Mark, That's how we end the season. Mark, I got good news for you. We're going to be on episode 150 right around that time. Whoa. So I think I think we make our big episode 150 the end of the season, end of the year, game of the year episode, which of course, it's not just our game of the year awards, which there will be plenty of those. It's our fast food item of the year awards. It's our our movie of the year awards. We do we do so many awards and last year we did some uh, the year before that, we added some fun ones. I think this year, we can just go fucking we do, crazy. We do. We it. have community ones, too. So if you guys want, you can join our Discord. You can also join our Facebook group, Facebook page. Follow us. The more you get connected, the more you can be a part of all these community votes and everything. So we have a special way we're going to start this show this week. Um, it's going to be a little different. Last week we started with taste tests. We are going to do taste tests a little earlier this this week as again, so mm-hmm. that Ray Reed can get to bed because it's a school night. That might just be an ongoing thing for yes, the, yes. the school year. Yeah, so what we are going to start this week with is we have a special guest caller. We have someone calling in, and on, this is our friend Angie. And we have, I've watched this one episode on... Unsolved Mysteries. That was it. Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. And uh, if you actually haven't seen the episode, you should check it out. It's one about the 1994 UFO sightings in Michigan. And it's a really good episode. It's a fantastic episode. Super good. And it's it's mind-blowing. And now now we know, like the whole world knows, that UFOs are... You know, yeah, they're like real and stuff. You know, it's it's a thing. Yeah, they're not they're not fake. Who yeah. would have thought? Yeah, and like even though it's kind kind of like swept under the rug. Oh yeah, by the way, UFOs are real. Okay, whatever. But but it's like, hey, our, our whole our whole cover our, our whole government's uh, crippling and gas prices are up. Oh, by the way, UFOs are real. And then yeah, <laughs> so when I was talking about it one episode, Angie told me that she actually freaking 
had an, uh, an experience with that. She actually has a story from that same night in 1994 in Michigan here with uh, her own experience of these UFO sightings. And I have been waiting to hear it forever. And we've just never been able to line things up until tonight. So tonight is the night. We're going to call up Angie, and she's going to give us a tale on it. And I am excited. All right. Are you ready? To get I Angie am excited. Around? All right. That's still Castlevania music. That's fine. Not Castlevania copyright. That was music that we were playing that was totally royalty free. Castlevania with a K. It's like Mortal Kombat. Castlevania. Yeah. I like that. Yep. Hello. Hey, Andrew. What's going on? It's Mark. From the Maddie Ice and Mark and Mark podcast, I got Maddie Ice here with me too. It's finally come Hi. to this. I'm excited. How it are has. you? It's been. I'm great. You're right. It's been almost a year. Yes. Since we had this, I had uh, you wanted me on on an episode, and I had had a couple surgeries, and I couldn't do it. And then I ran into you and over at your job, and I said something like, "I said I still want to do it." Yes. And um, I said, "Why don't we wait till like." spooky season and then you know as you just said spooky seasons all the time that's right yeah we are we are right we are in the midst of spooky season and we hear that you are a part of these michigan ufo sightings so if you've got a story to tell i think it's time to tell it and what i want to start with is with this is start us take us back take us back if you can okay take us back i i I can take you back and you know Take us it's back to 1994, actually, what you were doing yeah, that a, day before anything mm-hmm. happened, if you remember. Take us through. Oh, Let's I go. do. <laughs> it was, a, it was um, a situation where at that time I was in college to be a social worker, which I did graduate and become like a month later. Um, and I was up and at a place up north called the Rifle River Recreation Area. And the reason why we were there is we had a camper and we were going to spend the night there because I had a job interview. I was really excited. My first social work job and it was for West Branch, Michigan. And the Rifle River Recreation Area is over in Lupton, which is about, I'd say, 15 minutes from West Branch, if you know where that is. Which is, interestingly enough, not near the sightings that um, are discussed, but um, I guess these calls came in from many counties uh, on that night, and um, I happened to be there because I wanted to stay, you know, up there. And I had my kids, and we kind of turned it into, oh, this will be so much fun, you know, we'll just stay overnight. And um, it was really, uh, a, it was cold. So you were camping. Obviously. You were you're outside camping when this happened. Is that what? Uh, we we had a fire. Okay, we, it was just my husband and I. Okay, and we were sitting outside, and it was like very very cold. There was really no reason why normal people would be out there, <laughs> um, but um, there were uh, interestingly enough other people. Um, <laughs> there were like about I'd say maybe four other campers up there over there okay. up north. And, um, I was there at this campground and we were just sitting there and 
I thought it was just us and the raccoons. My kids were inside sleeping. Um, my daughter was a kindergartner and um, she missed school, you know, because I had this exciting interview um, and get a real job and uh, not be a college student anymore. I was just a young person. I was only at that time 24. Okay, so okay. excitement, two, excitement had, was brewing. And I had two kids. Like I said, I had a four-year-old, which was Jay, you know, JD. Yeah. And, um, and then um, my daughter, Jessica, which was, she's would have been six, about six years old at that time. It just turned six. And so we're out there. They're in the, the camper sleeping where it's nice and warm because, you know, we had a little kerosene thing going we were really kind of rednecky which is fine we were having a good time i was young we didn't know any better yeah and um <laughs> we're out there but there were other people outside that were outdoorsmen it was like small game hunting season so they were probably i'm assuming that families like us <laughs> were people just you know outside drinking or whatever and um we're watching the sky and all of a sudden um, we see these really, really bright lights. And I said to my husband who was older than me and he'd been in Vietnam and he'd seen a lot of things. I'm like, are they doing like some kind of military thing up here? Aren't we close to Grayling? Like, isn't there, is there something like that going on? And I could hear other people, you know, saying things out like because you know there's the stars it's quiet right eerily quiet when i think about it that night so remembering back on it you know possibility Mm -hmm. of aerial maneuvers whatever it may be did you remember hearing any noise from it like the noise that helicopters or jets would make there was no noise it was um really the, the movement patterns what was was what was fascinating because uh, it would they were going really fast and then they'd slow down and just stop and then they'd come together then they'd separate and they'd fly at different levels like quickly and like my husband said there was no known technology that would have done that and there were at least 30 to 50 of them 30 to 50 wow okay Yes, and they, uh, oh, I, I mean, I was like, and I think about it, and I kept thinking, oh, I've seen those shows where, like, this is what I'm saying in my head, my conversation in my brain is saying, oh, I've seen those shows where, like, UFOs and, like, they wipe your brain. I wonder if they are abducting my children, you know, I'm, I'm just sitting here and I can't stop mesmerized. I can't stop staring at this guy. No one can. There's no one out there that could stop. We were just watching it for what felt like a longer time, but it was probably realistically about a half hour. And they just kept doing like where they hit an angle and then they, and it was almost like they were wanting to be seen, I felt. And then we seen all of them join up together and then they separated again and half of them went south and another group went another direction and then a small group went and it appeared that they'd landed and, you know, would have been out in the middle of nowhere, you know? And I'm like, 
And we all were like, well, oh my God, they landed. And I could hear people saying it. And then that was the end of it. No one said another word. It was just like nothing had happened. It was the oddest thing. And it wasn't until like I seen you say, you saying something about it. I'm like, oh my God. I, I mean, I'd talked to other people over the years, friends, what have you about this night. But, you know, thank you for giving me the opportunity to even tell anyone the story. No. You know, it's like crazy. I I am curious about something. So you saw you saw all these lights in the in the sky, right? Was there anything mm-hmm. was there anything unique about them? Was it like a group of 3 lights and like that group of 3 would move around or was it like one single light each and they were all just darting around different directions? Okay. Well, it was like how do you describe this? It was if think about video games, right? Mm-hmm. So it didn't feel like what I was watching could be real. You'd see these lights, they'd join together, like there'd be like, they were single, singular, singular lights, like, um, oh, like, so, like, I don't want to say like a cylinder, but like a battery. Think about a battery, like flat looking from the ground, okay. um, flat on the bottom. And they um, would, and they seemed cir- like circular, I guess I would say. Okay. And so it would be one light, and then all of a sudden the three would join together and fly in like a three space. And then at one point there were even more than that that joined up together. And it was, I think maybe they just like would turn like, 90 degree angles. I'm not ge- geometry person. So if I, if they, and uh, stop right in there. Okay. And I'm like, what are they? I felt like they were having a meeting or something. Yeah, I didn't right. know. It was, and I, and I believed in UFOs ever since I was a little kid. Okay. Um, you know, so I'd never seen it and I haven't ever seen anything like that since. I have talked to people, but, um, yeah, they, there's just, it was weird. It was a weird night. And I, I guess let me answer your question a little bit further about those lights. They were really, really bright, um, like a whitish blue kind of color light. Like, um, mm, oh, you think about like the cat lights, you know, how they're red or whatever. Yeah. You know, like if you have a cat toy or whatever and you have, have a cat chase that light. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like a okay. laser it was like, like a laser, but yeah. it was like a white, whitish blue laser. Okay. And in my mind, I still kept thinking, it was like, no way, like, that was possible. And I try to tell people about it, and they go, oh, you just saw Northern Lights, you saw the Northern Lights, you saw the Northern Lights. And I'm like, dummies, it was not, it was not man-made. It was, I mean, it was like man-made or alien or I mean, I don't know. Right. That's what I was going to ask you. uh, That's what I was going to ask you next is after it happened, you said there was other people around different campsites. If you Mm -hmm. guys like came together and talked about it or, and and also what happened afterwards with talking to people. And if, uh, if you, um, or if like newspapers said anything about it or anything like that too. No, the, that's what I mean. is like, it was so weird. It was, as if it didn't happen. 
except for I knew it did because my husband was there and, and um, we could hear the people talking about it and somebody, some people left, like, I'm getting out of here. And, oh. <laughs> and I was like, you know, cause I think they were afraid and I didn't feel fear. I just was like, more like interested in like, what was that? Was that the government? Well, you know, like, yeah. what was that? I'd never seen that before. And now, like you said, they're talking about it and going, acknowledging it. Like, oh yeah, we don't really know. So what did you think so, now? I don't know. Have you seen that episode of Unsolved Mysteries with that? I did. And so what did you did. think? What did you think now after all these years of people naysaying you <laughs> and not not saying that, you know, oh, it was the Northern Lights and everything. And then all of a sudden now you see all these other stories from that night coming mm-hmm. out. What that, yeah, how'd that make validated. you feel? Yeah. Cool. I was validated yeah. because um, what a lot of people described was different than what I saw and they saw less. But what I really think, you know, I'm just like, well, it could have been a coordinated effort. You know, it could have been like, why would it, that other people saw it in other parts of specifically northern what the Great Lakes area I don't know now with I don't know. with all this new stuff that's come out where people have you know pretty much said that UFOs are real government has literally been like yeah yeah they're real like how's that make you feel well, I, I, I know that they were probably real. Um, I had said I'd gotten that job in 1994 up in West Branch. I did get that job. And oh, you did I it. Up, Congrats, I by the way. I did get that job. Good job. Yeah. That's yeah. good. After, yeah, after did, seeing I that. Yeah, I did. I moved up there. And so we lived up there for a while, too. And um, I met a lady who had a friend named George Ritter. And he was a UFO expert and he was, I never actually met him, but I talked to him on the phone. He was so strange. He had been in the military. It was documented. There's like specials about him. Like he's done rope books and he, he's like someone who'd had a camera pointed up at the sky for the entirety of the remainder of his life, trying to capture it, to see it again. When he was in the military, he described um, seeing uh, the military working with, um, and I know it sounds whacked out, you know, and I was like, I always like wacky things anyways. So he told me the story about how he was in the military and to keep him quiet from what he's seen with the UFOs, they labeled them as mentally ill. They institutionalized them. Wow. And, wow. um, they, they didn't, they, they did not take away his, um, income, but they gave him full disability. And, huh. um, well, good for that guy. And, and uh, yeah, well, whatever, but he never felt validated. So in his lifetime, he never got to see that. But Jay might remember me talking to this guy. He told me something really creepy when I quit deciding to not really be looking for UFOs too much more. He would, you'd talk to him on the phone and he'd say over, like after he'd say something, because it was a phone that couldn't be traced. <laughs> no, it's silly. <laughs> but nowadays it seems silly, but maybe he was onto something and he'd tell me these things and he'd say, well, you ever wake up, he said, and you find grass in your bed or stuff in your bed and you wonder how did it get there? And he had told me this in 96, which was a few years after, after I told him the story. And I'm like, I don't know. I never really looked or thought about it. 
and um, I our phone line got cut immediately. Every told me that, and it was so weird because. Did you ever hear from him again after that? Oh yeah. Okay. (laughs) And that was the last that we heard. (laughs) No, no, no. That was like so funny. Um. Anyway, so this guy told me. He said, well, there was a bunch of sightings in Michigan. He goes, I don't know if you were part of it. He goes, that seems like that was out of the way from where they were. But now that I look at it, maybe I was seeing them all split up and they were going different directions. That's the only thing that makes sense to me right now in my brain. Right. Um, but he said, but after that, it, I would wake up during that time period and there would be grass in my bed. And I'd always be like, you know, it's probably just a coincidence. You know, you go to bed, you have clean sheets and like, why is your grass in my bed? You know, grass clippings, it freaked me out. What? And then, <laughs> I know, it did freak me out. And then the other thing about it was I went to my parents' house because we didn't have our phone. And um, I was like kind of a little bit nervous because I was young still right. in my early 20s. And even now, I don't know what I would do. I might flip out and have to go visit one of you guys or something. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, I uh, ended up uh, coming to Bay City from up north and staying at my parents' house. And um, I was on the phone or the internet talking to him. Like, and he, their phone line went out. But my they tried to say it was because it was uh, election season in one of the people had put a pole in and done something with the line, but I never heard of such a thing. Mm. So like in the middle of the night, like at 10 o'clock at night, they put a sign in there. I don't know. Right. So I don't know. I was like, every time he tried to tell me any more about it. And that's kind of when I sort of said, I'm not going to talk to this person because I'm not that deep into the UFOs that I want, you know, the U S government to come knock on my door to see what I know about classified information. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you know? prob- that's probably, yeah, hopefully, so hopefully really we don't we're have doing this after it's declassified, you yeah, know? Exactly. <laughs> well, um, that's awesome. That's crazy that you got to see that. And, uh, yeah, thank you Sorry for, so much time, no, 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 but... no, no. We wanted you on the, uh, intro of the show. We appreciate you giving us mm-hmm. that story. That's awesome that you got, to experience that and that it's finally getting validated as well all right well angel i appreciate you being on and uh thank you for sharing that with everyone yeah cool thanks have a good night you guys later yeah we'll talk to you later yeah no no grass clippings in the bed i'm gonna check every no no not anymore not anymore no more doesn't happen anymore okay (laughs) i'm over it (laughs) jd if you want a good (laughs) april fool's day prank there you, go. there you go. So I just told the whole world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you beat the big audience when we get famous here, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Everybody's gonna know. All right, thanks, Angie. You have a great night. All yep. right. Peace out. Have, have a, a good, good one. one. All there right. you go. There's that, a little spooky. That was interesting. A spooky start to your October there. Nothing like kicking off the Halloween season like a Man, UFO story. That Especially, was wild. Especially in the backyard, right? Right. Yeah, that's fucking weird with the whole grass clippings thing. Yeah, I don't know, man. So here's the thing. I don't believe in ghosts. I've made it well aware with a lot of people. I'm okay, just no fun. All right. I'm no fun. You don't believe in ghosts, but, but UFOs, how do you feel about aliens? I, I'm 
I can't. You can't. I can't not believe it because it's wild to not the universe is so fucking huge. Who am I to say? And obviously, there's been evidence. So yes, like that. That freaks me out more than ghosts. The universe is endless, and it's and it's expanding its endlessness. So it's a growing endlessness of endlessness of endlessness. So it's it's never gonna stop growing. There's never the chance of another living being not being alive That's because it's never going to stop growing. You think we're a, a one in quintillion chance? Well, we might be. But there's more there's after an quintillion. Endless, there's a fucking endless amount of quintillions there. Yes. That, so who knows, man? And you think that us dumbass humans are the smartest thing in the universe? I doubt that. I No, I mean, we're... There's we're, new elements out there. So here, Matt, I'm, before we go fucking crazy with this. All right, all right, all right. I'm, I'm just saying, other people believing in ghosts and stuff, that's fine. That's cool. I, and I'm all for it. I love hearing about the stories. I'm, I'm not too much like one of those people that's like a, well, I'm going to prove you wrong type person. I'm, I'm not like that. But in my mind, it automatically goes to that. So with... Um, Ricky and Eric and their podcast, they're very much, they believe in the ghost stuff. Oh, they love the And they get, they get a great audience base because of that. They because do. let me tell you what, people love it, especially this time of the year. And, you know, Eric always talks about the sage and stuff. He's got to hit the sage with this house. And it's stuff that I find, I just kind of go, no, that's silly. But they, they literally believe in it. And, like, they talk about they, they got ghosts here, ghosts there. I'll tell you one thing. Lately in my house... Some stuff has been moved around on its own. And I think it's because I have short-term memory loss. I really do. I think I might have just moved it around. But uh, a past friend of mine once said that I have like a gremlin or something weird like that, which I don't know what any of that stuff is, where they just do stuff to mess with my house. Like I cooked a waffle one day and the setting was like totally normal and then it fucking burned. So, like, small things where they just dick with your house and stuff. I think that's just a skill issue. <laughs> okay, don't fucking bring up my <laughs> shitty cooking skills here. That's a skill issue. Check so, Matt, skill I, issue. I'm going to ask you one question here. Because I don't really recall too many spooky things. I, that's my thing. It's like I'm, a, I'm not a denier. I'm just a realist. And I haven't had any moments where I've seen a spooky ghost or anything that's really popped up. The biggest thing for me is I burn a waffle one day. So, do you have any scary, spooky stories of, of yourself here, or any memories? I got one big one, and it's and it's goofy. You can call it goofy. It's not goofy. I just burned a waffle. I got a, I got a goofy one, and then I do have uh, the spooky atmospheres. So, the most recent one, I don't know if you remember my A-frame apartment in Essexville. That oh, that it was, it was a short run there. Actually, play the memory music. This is technically our memory right now. Yeah, that's right. We're changing up the whole outline. We're going memory first, baby. So I had this A-frame apartment. The The podcast was not alive at this time. This was an early Mark and I knowing each other. This was me right out of high school. Uh, that place was haunted as fuck. I got that vibe. Oh, man. That place was super haunted. We So it was a three-bedroom, quote-unquote. There was a... It's an A-frame, so as it as you go up, it's two-level A-frame. There's no basement. There is an upstairs. As you go into the upstairs, it gets very tiny because it's an A-frame, so the, the ceiling is fucking tiny. So there's a bedroom and a half up there, more or less a loft. 
and then a, a huge bedroom downstairs that I turned into a game room, which uh, the person I was living with at the time did not uh, was not a huge fan of that, and I understand why looking back at that now. However, we slept upstairs in uh, this A-frame, and constantly, every single night, we would hear noises like crazy. Really? It was like that house was creaking and cracking, and it wasn't the sounds of an old house like the farm that my grandma, uh, I used to, my grandma and great-grandma lived at what we call the farm. It was a just an old ranch farmhouse out in Unionville, Michigan, if anybody knows where that is. Farmland, uh, cornfields, like, well, farm fields all around it. Generally, it was corn. And I got to tell you, man, at nighttime, being a kid, no, I, at this time, no internet. There was, my great grandma was a hundred, like almost pushing a hundred. She was like 90. She died at 102 when I was a few years ago, but she was old and she would watch. Uh, what was it? Dateline. Dateline's that super spooky like murder mystery show, right? That's like the news. Dateline. Oh, the news. Okay. Well, the show after. You know what I'm talking about. Okay. So, so I think it wasn't Dateline. I don't know, man. I I'm not okay. Kidding. I'm I'm pretty sure she would watch this show called Dateline, and it was always about like this person killed these 17 people on a rampage out in the Arizona. And there was one episode that was about a person in Michigan that would go into uh, people's houses, like the farm country, and just, you know, As you're staying there in a farmhouse. As I'm staying in a farmhouse (laughs) with no neighbors, there's nobody for the eye can see, cornfields all around. And I remember... Going outside, we we would play outside all the time, and it was nighttime, probably pushing 11 o'clock. Dateline was on. I'm not hanging out watching Dateline. I went outside to play, and I remember all of the cornfields felt like there were just eyes watching me. Yeah, just, so, so like where your mind's playing tricks on you. And so here's the thing. In, in music class, there's a song that's uh, it's by Saint-Saëns. Uh, that's the name of the composer. Or whatever, and uh, it's dance macabre. Dance macabre. Uh, yeah, dance macabre. Yeah. So same song. He also did Carnival of the Animals, but this song, dance macabre, you you've heard it a million times. It's a famous song that plays around uh, Halloween time. Well, anyway, that there was a music video for it, and you can find it on YouTube. And it's it's it scared the shit out of me in music class. And then when I still hear that song to this day, it creeps me out bad. Well, anyway. My dad, we'd be at my grandparents, and we would always go there all the time. And then he would be like, all right, get in the truck. I'll be out in a sec. So I'd go sit out in the truck, and I would just see my grandma's yard there. And I'd be alone in there, and I would just think that that music would play in my head from Dance Macabre. And I would just picture in my head skeletons just coming out of the ground Mm. and like out in the field and it wasn't happening but my mind it was like tricking it and thinking there's fucking skeletons out there man there's skeletons and they're dancing and having the time of their life and they're gonna come eat me alive so yes uh reed you are here reed you are here what's up i i have one actual ghost story oh what oh i got a real one Reed, Reed's here. He loves the spooky stuff. So, so th- you know, I don't know what this is. You can call this a premonition. You can call it what it is. 
in uh at my mom's house in Essexville. The you you remember the house yeah. on yeah yeah. So there was one night that uh so there was the upstairs that had the two. It was almost like a loft. It was a tiny house. The loft was converted into two bedrooms that were split by the stairway. So at the time my brother had moved out, I had both bedrooms, and it was probably closer to 10, 30, 11 at night. I remember looking at one of the windows. We had kind of like these skylight windows. And looking at one of them, I caught this eerie green-white reflection. And I, I had to double-take it. And so I, I, I double-take this reflection, and it's this gigantic face on the window. It's a distorted... And I, it's crazy to say this. This is the best descriptor I can put of it. It's a distorted face of an early baseball player, like a Babe Ruth. Just his face, uh, green and white, like ghost-like on my window. And I remember looking back at it like a few times, like double take, triple take, quad take, just to make sure that my mind, because this has been seared into my memory for a decade now, that this thing is on this window happening in front of me. So this happens. Did it? Was it there ever on quad take? It was there on quad take. It was there every take until uh, I didn't bother to bother anybody. Like you I walked up and wiped and cleaned your window. I don't remember what I did. It's a, it's a long time ago, but I do remember what happened after I saw that. So go to bed. Kind of the night is winding down. It's probably I'm in bed. I'm sleeping. It's probably closer to one to two. I hear a huge smash on the door, like a like a. Just a crazy loud bang. It jolts me awake, and I hear another one. Just another. I'm like, okay. The fuck was that? Did I just move that camera? Okay, I didn't. Cool. So, this crazy ghost face appears. God, I hope Jason doesn't pop his head through a window. This would be a <laughs> terrible time for that to happen. Yeah, right. I'm sorry. This this ghost face appears. Go to bed. I wake up to banging on the front door, and then. A, a loud crash, like a shh. Don't know what that is. Could be anything. I'm upstairs and I have no idea. Uh, my mom wakes up. We don't really notice Your mom anything. Heard it too? My mom did hear it. Okay. So we wake up and then we discover, and I could be getting some of the story wrong, but we discover there's a gigantic fucking crack in her window. Wow. So her her bedroom, so my my the upstairs was my bedroom. Uh, she had a bedroom on the lower level. There was a huge crack in her window. Grand slam, dude. The baseball player. Yeah, and there was a uh, there was a glass bottle that had been thrown at her window. Uh, I don't know if somebody was upset with us or whatever, but yeah, somebody threw a like Jack Daniels bottle at her window, and it uh, that was what I'd imagine that was what we heard them knocking on the door. And then throwing a window, throwing a bottle at her window. But it was really weird because I had this crazy, weird, like, premonition. And I don't know what a 1930s, 40s era baseball player is really going to awaken in my mind or my body to prepare me for somebody throwing a Jack Daniels bottle at the window. But that was the, that was the one thing that stood out from this more than anything was this crazy hologram that I've never been able to unsee from this window. It was so weird. But that's that's all I really have for you, other than my 
scary ass house in Bay City. Well, I tell you what, that's wild. And I'm I, I look. Yep. Now Reed's gonna have nightmares about Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. Yep. Hey. All right. You, Reed. I'm gonna have you put the headphones on here. It's your time to shine here. You went to your first big scary haunted house, and it was like not for like kid kid. I this was like was a haunted like house, a haunted house. house, crazy thing. Okay. Break it down for us. Tell us about it. Your experience with it. Uh, basically, uh, it was pretty scary because the part that I got generally scared of was, like, the dark hallway when the Grim Reaper was there, and I thought it was a skinwalker, and I walked into this little box, and it started spinning. It was spinning? Yeah. How fast? It was fast. So, but we're allowed to get to the other side. We had it to do that. Can I see? Mm-hmm. And basically, that was the part that scared me, because everyone was just screaming. Yeah. Everyone was screaming, "Run for your, run from your life, and he is coming." Jeez. So, who are you with at the, uh, how at this haunted house? Were you with, like, your mom or whatever? My mom and Jesse. Oh, okay. I gotcha. So did they did they run from you, or, or did they, like, protect you while you were... Protect me. They protected you? Okay. All right. Sounds like a wild... Thanks for that, man. Yeah. I, I didn't. You know, <laughs> you probably should have... No, it's cool. Should have cued me up for that one. my nightmares. Let's hear about your nightmares. Yeah, let's talk did about the nightmares. you have this right afterwards? This nightmare? I actually had this like in the morning. Okay. Like I woke up from the craziest dream, went on the couch and fell asleep and I was having this crazy nightmare of Mickey Mouse. I don't know why I had a crazy nightmare of Mickey Mouse, I just did. And basically it had Mickey Mouse. This was like black and white Mickey Mouse. It just had black black and white Mickey Mouse just standing in shadows. His his eyes were covered by by shadow like this part of his face was just covered by blackness. And uh You gotta stop playing Roblox, man. I sounds terrifying. He's grounded. He hasn't played video I games know. in weeks. Now he's watching <laughs> Disney Plus. Oh god. Steamboat Willie's got <laughs> Reed freaking out. Steamboat Willie was never this safe. You did play a little Mickey Mania. Have you been enjoying that? Yeah. These yeah. nightmares sound terrifying. Yeah, he's Well, let's get let's let's change. Let's change topics here. Let's switch to taste test. Yeah. yeah. That's no enough more, scary no stuff. Yeah. We're talking about UFOs, we're talking about Babe Ruth holograms, and we're talking about Steamboat Willie stabbing people. So let's break off from that. Let's change the subject. Let's go to test a few drinks and a snack cake. Now before my kid cannot go to sleep tonight. Mark, we've got two drinks. We've got we do. some little Debbies. What do you want to start with? What do you want to end with here? I probably. And now we probably will have nightmares and all of our listeners. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and just start off with some food here first. A right. holiday treat for everybody here. Little Debbie, you know her. That little Debbie is always getting here. 
She's right there. I'm gonna man. love these, dude. These are gonna be little Debbie, and then you got Big Deborah. <laughs> big Deborah. Big Deborah. If you keep eat, eat enough little Debbies, you turn into Big Deborah. So here we go. We got the brownie uh. pumpkins. That's right. It is Halloween time, so brownie pumpkins are here. Matt, you're a big fan of the cosmic brownies. I'm gonna be so. surprised if these don't land at least an eight for me. They're little. Big fan of cheap ass brownies over here. Yes. So they're little. Got the little pumpkin. That's frosting. a solid pumpkin. Here you go, Matt or Dylan or whatever. Matt Dylan. Matt Dylan. Uh, Matt Bob, Dylan Reed. Whatever. James you Babe. The hell's your name? Look at that pumpkin right there. Yeah. It's a happy guy. So we got the brown. Hold on. We got that brownie. That thick, thick, fake brownie that is the best brownie. Brownie pumpkin <laughs> slap. Cutting them right down the middle. Get a nice middle bite here. Here we go. Ready. Cheers. Cheers. Three, two, one, go. Mm. Oh, yeah. That is just reskinned cosmic brownie. Oh, my yeah. God. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. Reskinned cosmic brownie for Halloween time. Just like the Christmas cakes. What do you think a cosmic brownie lands on your? One to ten, probably like an eight point seven for me. It's up there. It's on almost nine territory. It's got to be almost a ten for me, honestly. It's like a perfect snack, um, dude. This. I wasn't a fan of the cosmic brownie as a kid. I grew to love it more as an adult. Brownie. I don't keep them in my house because I'd fuck them up. Now they do have those weird pumpkin oatmeal cream pie things. Like those those weird ones that taste like pumpkin flavor. You made the right choice here. Yes. This is better than a cosmic brownie. Really? A little bit longer. It's got some more character to it. It does have more frosting, I feel. And I like the frosting over the sprinkles. I think you're right. I think this is better. So I think this is an easy... I don't have to think about this number too much. 9.2. It's a lovely snack. Truly wonderful little Debbie snack. What stops it from a 10? <laughs> it's not a homemade brownie. Like, I mean, <laughs> am I going to put this brownie above, like, somebody going out there? That's true. Putting the work in. I mean, to beat a 9.2, that's a big fucking stretch for a brownie. A little Debbie brownie? I mean, a 9.2 for a commercial, like, some kid in Indonesia made this shit. Uh -huh. That's basically a 12. Mm-hmm. Went through all this shipping, all these wars... To get here. <laughs> so yeah, 9.2 for little Debbie Brownie Pumpkin for me. What about you, Mark? I'm gonna I'm gonna say 9.1. Mm. Just a little just a little bit below mine. Yeah, because you are the king of the cosmic brownie, and I don't want to put it higher than you. I appreciate that. Um Reed, what do you give that cosmic brown or that brownie pumpkin? Mid. Mid. I always, I always give a brownie mid. Why why do you always give a brownie mid? Because I don't want to make anyone mad that that likes brownies or doesn't, so I just say mid. Who cares what anyone thinks? This is yeah. your pick. What do you think? I don't care what number. other give me a number. Yeah, we're not we don't care about what other people think yeah, about. This isn't this isn't trying to make all the brownie fans yeah, out there happy we're not, or sad. We're not making rankings for Logan five. Paul. This is for Reed Reichert. I said five. Five. Mid. I'm not okay with that. 
I'm not okay with that either. I'm not okay with but it. But it's okay because we just said it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm not okay with it. I like how we're like, it doesn't matter what people think. Five, fuck. <laughs> fuck your five. All right, you guys, we're we're doing the Spreacher right now. Spreaker. Spreacher. Spre- this is the last of the Spreacher. The last of the Spreaker, Spreacher, Spreacher from Wisconsin. All you got to do is stand still and drink a soda. This is going to be wonderful, Reed. It's just... Because he's hauling ass back. Super easy. All right. Orange. This is an orange dream. Spreaker. You spreaker the Dutch. You spreaker the Dutch. You spreaker the Dutch on the orange dream. Here you go, Reed. Cheers to the Spreacher orange soda. I have not tried this one. It smells incredible. It smells really good. Here we go. That's good. Oh, it's like an orange cream. I'll soda. tell you what though. Terrible aftertaste after the pumpkin brownie. You think so? It's got this this it's really good, and then all of a sudden it hits it with that it mixes with some of that brownie that's still in there, and it's not good. It doesn't hit you with that cream soda aftertaste. That's no, what I I'm, get that. I get that's that. what I'm getting. I'm talking about the after after aftertaste. Oh, I I think I like my brownies too much. All right, I enjoy this. I gotta give this more, more sip here. You be go honest ahead, with you. I, I do like this quite a bit. It's good for an orange cream. Uh, I'm gonna say that this is at eight point three. Oh, maybe that's why it's orange dream because it's an orange cream. That's probably made why, with man. honey and antioxidants. Would it rate higher if the child who made it experienced more wars? I do usually give one point per <laughs> war that it goes through in the distribution chain. That you don't know the shit little currently has gone through probably like two wars because of the Israel stuff. So I'm sure that affects the uh, little production line. McKee Foods, College Dale, Tennessee. All right, so probably not going through Israel Palestine right now. Yeah, but maybe I give the the Hi. orange dream. Eight point three, I think I said. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go seven point nine on that. It's a very nice orange cream soda, kind of like a Stewart's, a little yeah. bit better than a Stewart's. What do you give it, Reedy? I don't know because I'm waiting for my eye. Is it mid? Yes. Based mid. Mid. Oh, these kids in there. Mid based. Yeah. Don't fuck with my stand. Yeah. Don't five. Miss. So it's a five again. Yeah. One five ten. All right. Um, all right. Last, last but not least. So this is wild. I, I don't even understand why you picked this out. This has been around forever. I was in line at Dollar Tree and I saw a four pack. <laughs> not what I was doing. <laughs> so, Fago so that's cotton your candy. You can split that up. Fago cotton candy. Matt, you hate cotton candy. I'm not a fan you of hate, cotton candy. You especially hate the artificial cotton candy flavor. So he buys a Fago cotton candy because you've never had this before. Which kind of blows I actually my mind. haven't. I have not had this before. And Reed, this is it, bud. Have you had this? It's your final taste yes. test. You have had this. Reed, you were supposed well, to lie. Here's the it's thing. Literally, your one. Here's job. the thing. You've only had this out of the bottle. I've Ooh. actually never had this out of a can either. So this have is you, our first time out of a can. Yeah, but have you ever had it out of a can from the Dollar Tree? No. Okay. All right. Here we go. Well, that's Are we a special ready? Fago cotton candy out of a can from the Dollar Tree. From the Dollar Tree. Here we go. Cheers. As much as Matt hates the fi- the cotton candy fake flavor, I love it. I bathe in it. Oh, the cotton candy gum from like 
bazooka, not bazooka, um, bubblicious and all that shit. Ugh. Yeah, I like this a lot. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. You do not. I like it a lot. Big O' Cotton Candy. Uh, <laughs> it smells It smells like cotton candy. It smells like cotton candy. Does I, it taste like cotton candy? No. Not so much. You are... I can't tell if you're being sarcastic right I'm now. I'm not. It smells... I mean, you take a whiff of that. That's no, cotton candy. You take a drink of that? It's cotton candy. I don't think it is. You, I, I don't, knew you were going to do this. I knew you were going to do I don't that. think it is. I don't think it's as cotton candy as you want it to be. I don't... Hold on, real quick, before you leave, what, what do you give this Cotton Candy Fago? I don't think you were a fan of the bottle, but how do you like it with a can? I tried the can one. I never tried the bottle one. Arguably the worst Fago flavor. That's what Brad says. Wow, that's a big words. But from Dollar Tree, yes. Brad? From Dollar Tree? What do you say? One. You're he fucking hates crazy. He hates it. I knew, I knew you didn't like Get it. Get out of the studio. All right. See you, Reed. Goodbye. Good night. Go good to bed. Good night. We already did the stories. We already did the stories. You just talked about your story. I didn't complete it. You're good. We'll get part two next week because part, we're getting closer to Halloween. Part two, October 2024. Good night. I love you. Don't dream about Mickey Mouse. Yeah, watch out for that killer Willie. That. All right. See you, bud. Willie. Yep. Good night. Didn't. Yep. Didn't. Yeah. I know. I know I a few. Apologize. I know a few ladies that watch out for the killer Willie. <laughs> they wouldn't. I don't be. wait for the kid to leave the room. Speaking ah. of killer Willies, I know a few ladies. Woo! Maddie Ice, it's time for the rated R programming. Now, Fago Cotton Candy, what do you think, Mister Ice Man? I'm gonna be honest with you, Mark. I tried this uh, yesterday for the first time ever, and. You look, fucking look, here's lying what, sack of shit. Here, uh, so here's where I'm gonna give the full timeline. This here. is horse shit. So I, it's like voodoo. Went, I went to the Dollar Tree with Sarah. We do, we did our shopping on Sunday before the game. Got everything ready to go. We had the kids. We had Dorothy and Rosemary over, and their kid or their kids, their cousins, Noble and Dustin came over to hang out, and everybody sat at the table, and was doing. Uh, we were doing like food and all that. And I had bought, I wanted to buy two of these from Dollar Tree for taste test. And the lady was like, well, you may as well just grab all of them because it's a dollar for the four pack. I'm like, all right, I'll do that. So I bought four of them. The kids split two. And I had to try it. Like everybody was trying it. And I'm like, all right, I can't just be like left out of this taste test thing. Mark cheats on me with the taste test thing all the time. You guys might not know about it, but I know about it. When he fucking tells me, as I purchase the thing and bring it here, he's like, oh, I already tried that, bro. Oh, that new Little Caesars item? Yeah, I had like six of those. Oh, new Taco Bell stuff? It's my seventh one today. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but Sarah and I tried this, and dude, I was blown away. Because it smelled like cotton candy. It didn't taste like this. Wait, wait. Hold, this, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Does Sarah like it? Sarah loved it. There it is. Sarah was blown away. Uh, well, you've but been I, programmed. I will say, this one smells like cotton candy, and it tastes it tastes a lot more like cotton candy than the first one did. But I'm trying to give this an accurate number. Worst Fago flavor ever is a wild notion. Worst? 
Worst Fago flavor. Have you tried Arctic Sun? Because that is a fucking ass pack of a flavor. Blasphemy. Arctic Sun is amazing. Arctic Sun is in a blue bottle. It's squirt. It's not squirt, though. It's the worst version. If that squirt, that squirt that's been fucking let out of the bottle, packaged up, and then fucking sat on a shelf for six years. Like, and yeah, it's got a fine it's age. Awful. It's like wine. Fago Arctic Sun, worst Fago flavor. Love it. Easy. Okay, that's, I, that's I would your do, opinion, man. I, it's not my opinion, man. That's why it didn't sell, man. That's why they had to bring it back because they were like, everybody fucking forgot about it, man. And then they brought it back and people were like, oh, fuck, this thing sucks, man. I, I, he, here's my pick. Here's my pick, <laughs> man. Man. Here's my pick for worst Fago flavor, cola. Fago cola. That's not true. Come on. Yeah, the, the, their cola sucks. Because yeah, nobody gets it. Exactly. Who because the, it sucks. Who gets cola Fago over... Fago cola is the worst flavor of Fago. That's why it makes Fago good is they do these wacky flavors that are different. They don't They don't belong in the boring-ass cola game. They Brad, know this. Brad, what the fuck is an Arctic sun then? What does an Arctic sun taste like? Because that's a cherry? fucking Dude, fake Black cherry is good too, Brad. Black you gotta cherry is good. Get the fuck out of here. Brad, go fucking live in Arizona, man. What the fuck are you talking about Fago for? Aren't you in like Tennessee now? No, he's like in like Korea or something like that. <laughs> he's like across seas. Oh, shit. It's like he's probably just waking up now. Appreciate you watching, Brad. Drink one of those Love lychee it. sodas, man. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I got to be honest. Also, Brad, thank you for your service. I'm a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> What? He's in Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hawaii now. Thank you, Brad. Thank you for your Thank service. Thank you for your service. <laughs> I, I'm allowed to say that. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. I know I shit on the military one episode, but I'm still... Yeah, like, you did. You know, Brad's dope. Um, so thank man, you, Brad. drinking this more, though, I, it's not good. <laughs> it's starting see? to not be good. See, your programming is getting fuzzy. The further away you get from Flint. It's just starting to taste like cotton candy. <laughs> It's and it's and it's not fucking, it's not good. I got you. you. It's the first fucking drink was great. I'm gonna give cotton candy here. Yes, it does. It's like good at first, and then it gets like old. It hurts your stomach. I'm gonna give it a uh, a six point eight. Yeah, I'm gonna go six point three on the cotton candy, Randy. Cotton candy, Randy. And that's gonna be the uh, taste test segment of the show. Let's get into what the fuck we've been doing because we're a half hour in and we still haven't even talked about that. Mark doesn't have anything to talk about because he's been doing no new video games other than Killzone Shadowfall. I played in the pinball tournament and... Uh, oh, tell us about that. Nah, I'm good on that. All right, well... I played Killzone and I fell asleep. We have one Keniston in the chat right now. I would like to... No, we don't. He's not, he's not a Keniston. Is that he's not? He's related to a Keniston. Oh. I thought he just put that as his... That's no, not... That's his last name. Oh, damn. All right. Well, I'll cut that from the show then. Well, we have a brother of one of the Kenistons. and a cousin. A cousin? Yeah. Oh, my God. If I just paid attention to people once in a while, I'd right. be so much further in life. Brad. One of your relatives that you know gave me the beta code to <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, which he Dylan sent me a message, and he's like, hey, do you have a beta code? I'm like, no, I don't. So he sent me a beta code. I did not realize that he had sent me his own beta code for the Modern Warfare 3 beta. 
Dylan's nice like that. He is. He's a fucking super nice dude. And I found that I found that out after the fact and said, bummer, man, because I wanted him to play it with me. So the Modern Warfare 3 beta opened up for PlayStation people, PlayStation 5 users on Friday. And I played the hell out of that thing. It was just the multiplayer that opened up. And the controversial thing with this game right now is that when they came out with Modern Warfare 2 last year, they said there would be no new Call of Duty for two years. There was not supposed to be a Call of Duty release this year. Well, they backtrack on that statement. They're releasing Modern Warfare 3, a new campaign. It looks like a new open-world zombies mode, which I'm not going to be against. But the big thing, and the way that they're sucking me into this game so easily, and I don't care. You can call me a peasant. You can call me a sellout, whatever you want to call me. I don't really care. They're bringing back Modern Warfare 2 maps. Every map is a Modern Warfare 2 map. I don't know why Modern Warfare 3 is bringing back old Modern Warfare 2 maps, but they are, and I am wrecking shop on these maps. What's on the this map? Beta. What's the map that everybody loves? Nuketown? Rust. N- Nuketown's Black Ops. Oh, okay. Never mind. You remember Rust. I Probably if I played it. 1v1 me on Rust, bro. You don't Sorry, remember bro. that? I was a Halo kid, bro. All right, yeah. No skill kid. Oh, oh. my bad. You lick my ass. <clears throat> but they're bringing back all of these old maps. So the beta started with Favela and Skid Row. <laughs> then they, I know, right? It's a great name. And then they added Estate. And then the last one that they've added most recently is Rust. And they're just doing Mosh Pit and Ground War. Ground War is their big battlefield conquest style. It's not like old school Ground War where there's just 18 versus 18. It's like actual fucking tanks and shit. It's a big old battlefield style game. Taste this monster real quick. You did not like this first sip. Yeah, it's awful. And it normally doesn't taste like that. Oh. Yeah. It's like rotten. Ultra paradise. Fucking rotten paradise. I think I got a bad can here. That's terrible. But I'm still drinking it like a savage. Man, yeah, so I think much. this expired in t- fucking 2020. It's gonna have COVID. All right. Anyway, sorry. Thanks yes. for. Yeah, right. I do that. I have. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Thank you. I forgive you. I appreciate it. So they're adding all these old maps back, and it's finally nice because the one part of new call. I I know I'm losing my reaction time. I know that as I get older that's going to start to deteriorate. My skills at reacting are just going to lessen. That's just how it goes. It does. It does. Except for Mike Tyson's punch out. Except for that. But that's all, that's not, that's not reaction necessarily. It's more pattern recognition. Right. So the thing with, the thing that I've never had to step up on these fucking kids on with Call of Duty in these newer games is they learn the maps. They have these maps down to a science. They know the, the lanes people run through, the spawns, the the head glitch spots, and I and I just don't follow it enough anymore to remain relevant. However, you put me back into a place where where I'm home, where I, I feel right. You memorized. These I things. I know this shit. I know this. I knew this shit before you were born, boy. And uh, yeah, this is this is your turf. This is my turf. And I started out. A little rocky. Okay. It was tough getting into the Call of Duty from the Titanfall. Right. Uh, Starfall okay. vibes. Starfield, Starfield vibes. Yeah. Uh, thank you. 
But I started getting into the groove, and I, I got to tell you, knowing the map that you're on, knowing where people are coming from, the spawns and stuff, really adds another depth of I can be a better Call of Duty player just because of that. So I, I got to experience all of these maps coming back and the fun of that, as well as they, like, people are, because of PlayStation and the mic being built into the controller... It's getting back to that old school nice. Call of Duty lobby style where everybody's got a mic active. Nice. So there's shit talking. Toxic world. A little bit of that. A little bit of toxic, but it's not as bad anymore. It's a lot more of people my age and your age that played these games as kids. Okay. Being nostalgic about it. And they're like, oh man, dude. They're bringing back these maps. I love these maps. I love these guns. This reminds me of Call of Duty back when I loved it. So it was a lot more, it was a lot less toxic Call of Duty multiplayer stuff and a lot more like uh, just love for the game that we used to have. So it was really cool. little bonding toxicity. Yeah, exactly. We were, we were bonding over how shit we were at the game and how it didn't matter because we were playing games that we loved. So thank you, Dylan. At the end of at the end of this whole thing, I just wanted to thank you for giving me the beta code because I didn't pre-order the game and you didn't have to do that. But I got 15 hours of uh, playtime out of that beta just because of you or something like that. So thank you. Appreciate that. All right, Matt, bring us into video game news. Looks like you got some stuff here for us. Nothing super crazy this week. I wanted to fill you in on a collection that was getting dropped uh, for the Nintendo Switch. So, uh, May 4th is well past. Star Wars season, I would say we're not in. But for some reason, they are dropping a huge Star Wars bundle physical release on the Nintendo Switch. So, launching December 8th for $60 USD, we get... The Force Unleashed, Republic Commando, Episode 1, Racer, Jedi Academy 1 and 2, which is Jedi Academy Outcast and just Jedi Academy. And then uh, Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2. All seven of those games are launching physical on one cartridge for the Switch for $60 this December. And those aren't like remasters, it's just the games. And no remasters. There's probably up a little bit for Switch, but I wouldn't expect anything other than the ports of those games. There's nothing fancy with them. But a lot, a lot of, of really good games. A lot of really good games for 60 bucks on one cartridge. Yeah, that's exciting. So, that was a cool one. The other thing... No Shadows of the Empire. No Shadows of... No. That's you know best, what? That's the best Star Wars game ever made. And you know what? If that kind of fades into obscurity as a hidden gem Star Wars game that you have to play the 64 to play it, then so be it. I'm fine with that. That game deserves its reverence, its obscurity. Yeah. Because it's a fucking awesome game. Dash Randar, baby. Yeah, that game is amazing. And also, just hard. That game's brutally hard. It's fun. So, other than the Star Wars mentions, uh, (laughs) I just thought it was kind of funny. So, you remember the game Gollum, right? The one that came out. The one, it did come out. Yeah, it's about... Lord of the Rings Gollum. Lord of the Rings Gollum. Okay. It's about you playing Gollum. Yeah. It did not do well. It uh it was 
It is currently the worst rated game of the year. Wow. So it will it will get everybody's number one worst game of the year award. Because it, it, it just released broken. It just wasn't a good... Even if that game released perfect, it would have been a horrible game. Because it was just a horrible game to begin with. But they have discovered that the AI program, ChatGPT, was possibly used to write the apology letter sent out to all the fans and followers of that game. When when that game released and uh, whatever the studio, sorry, I don't remember their name, whatever the studio was that closed afterwards, whatever they sent out to all the masses, that apology was uh, written through ChatGPT. They didn't even write their own fucking apology. They didn't, they actually didn't, the publishers or the the makers of that game did not know that an apology had been written by the publishers of that game. So just some, I just thought it was an interesting tidbit of news. That's awesome. You ever used uh, Android or or do you ever use a robot service like that? I I haven't used it yet. They've encouraged us, which is weird. They've encouraged us to use it at work Hmm. in certain applications. Weird. So they don't want us to give any proprietary information because, like, some of our sciences are <coughs> proprietary. But they encourage us to use it if it can help us with our job, which wow. is really interesting. I know a lot of places block them. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I've i used them sometimes in scenarios that it's probably <laughs> not called for. Have you enjoyed using them? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah, sometimes I spit some game through chat GPT. <laughs> And it's like the most, like the worst fucking poems ever and stuff. And it's just so cringe. I send them and then they're like, and then I immediately have to be like, that's a robot. That's not me. That's a robot. Don't believe it. Liza P was good. New souls born on game pass with a Pinocchio story. Is that on, is Liza P on game pass? That's a new, like bloodborne uh, knockoff. It is. That's yeah. awesome. I did not know that. That's awesome. He does like uh, Brad's big fan of the Souls games. So I the only I've looked at that game for year for a couple of years now. I didn't buy it just because there's so many new games out that it's like, am I going to drop seventy dollars on another new game that I don't have time to play? Uh, Mark, I think it's Music Madness time. What do you think? Let's do it. I'm always excited for that. How about? This week's going to be a difficult one for you. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, Last week was football, right? Yeah. This okay. is not football. This is Midway related. Okay. So there's two parts to this. Okay. You have to name the game. Okay. And then you have to name the system. Now, it can be a console or it can be the arcade release of the game. Can I get them both? Like, if I name the game and... I'll na- I'll let you know. Name the game first, and then I'll let you know if that's right. Okay. All right. Are you ready? This is tough. And this is not Midway Sports Games. This is Midway Games. Midway. Okay. Well, I'm going to use my psychological thing here. I will tell you. I'll give you this hint. All of these games do have an arcade version as well as a console version of them. Okay. All right. You ready? Yeah. The first one up here. Oh, my God. 
Okay, so Spy Hunter. Spy Hunter. Now I just gotta. NES. Spy Hunter NES. Final answer. Wait, wait, wait. Let it kick in. Let it kick in. Yeah, I'm just going to say Spy Hunter NES. So, you were right on. You were definitely right. Uh, Spy Hunter. Uh, that is the arcade. Ar that's the arcade. Whatever. Just remember, NES, four voice channels. You can have four, no four little, notes at the same time. Okay, point. it was when they did that. Oh, I suck. All right, so you're one, one out of two right now. That's not bad. Just because you don't remember the, don't know the system, you still got the game. I mean, All right. That song's Second. also in, uh, you know, Rock and Roll Racing. All right. I guess you could have won with that, but you would have been exponentially wrong. Is there sports games on here? Yes. Don't look over there, you cheating fucker. Oh, I didn't. I didn't oh. look. Well. I'm going to guess now. I'm going to guess NBA Jam Super Nintendo. Yeah, you're dead okay. on. Sweet. Tournament edition, but whatever. obviously. Uh, that game. Did somebody give it away or something? No, not at all. Not oh. at all. Uh, that game is impossible to find a arcade soundtrack for. Weird. Which is, it's, as I'm going through these Midway games, I'm discovering a need for these soundtracks on YouTube. There's just no you, rips you of these that, soundtracks. Yeah. I know I mentioned this last week, but there's a crazy amount of, like, these are really well-known games, and they don't have these soundtracks on YouTube in any way. It's wild to me that you can't find them. Uh, so you are three for four. Yeah. Three out of four right now. Okay. Perfect ratings, 10 out of 10. You're never going to get there. That's <laughs> okay. upsetting. Just work through you know, We just got to move on. You, you just got to work just through like it. the Lions, they're four and one, you know? All right, here's a good one. You should get this. <laughs> but what's the system? Not like a music master guru, like no, you were like four, four toads at the flip, you know. Um, no, you well, it's obviously NFL Blitz. Okay, all right. Um, you got one right. Then I'll, I'll give you. I'm gonna say 64. You got it. All That's right, it. cool. Um, so that game came out 64 PS1, Dreamcast, and arcade. Because I mostly play on 64, and it sounded exactly like yeah, they everything I heard in my I, childhood. I was trying to really like go through and see what the differences were. Honestly, the only difference the the 64 one had a little bit more like compressed bassy 
Okay. Like Genesis vibe to it. A yeah. little more crunched more down. More cartridge Exactly. Yeah. Less, less like CD vibe. Okay. All right. So five out of six. Right. Not bad. I'm in the game still, baby. You're passing at yep. this point. Yeah. So let's... Now, I got a couple... I got, an, I got a good one for you here. <laughs> I didn't know this was Midway. All right, so now I, I'm pretty sure that this, I don't know if this was on PlayStation or if it was a 64 exclusive. Well, name the game. War Gods. Okay. Oh, fuck. I would say, I will say War Gods 64. What if I told you I had a character named Lizzie? Lizzie? Famous, most famous female video game character. Oh, God! I thought it was War Gods. <laughs> okay, it's Rampage World Tour. It is. On know, 64. On the arcade. Oh, shit. I threw the arcade one in there. Okay, well, I got both wrong. All right, that's all right. Sorry, I'm not good with that word anymore. Lizzie. Lizzie. Yeah. <laughs> Tend to forget that. I know, I know. Um, to fucking throw that at me I for know. a loop. I didn't know that game was Midway. I did not know that Midway made the Rampage games. But they did. So, so it did. I do like that you knew. I'm impressed that you knew War Gods was a Midway game. That's what it I, sounded kind of. Like. I almost threw War Gods in there. That was a close one. I thought you were trying to throw me a curveball with that one. <clears throat> All right, last one. Uh, chat, if you want to join in. The last one. It's the toughest one, I'd say. We'll see if Mark can get it. He's. Fucking five out of out. eight. Five I'm out of eight. He's Rampage. definitely he's failing now. That's, that was my ex-wife's favorite game, and so I forgot that too. I forgot Lizzie. Well, you're not. And I gonna... forgot Rampage World Tour. They're bad spots in my memory. Sorry. You're not gonna forget this one. Okay, but will you guess the, the version? Let it play out. I don't, I don't know why you would test me at this. But what? Will you get the first? Bro, I also just wanted to listen to it. Why does that sound like poop? A bad rip of it. Okay. So when you bought Killer Instinct, you got the Killer Cuts CD. So I'm going to assume that the Killer Cuts version that you got was probably the arcade version, I would imagine. Like the best quality of the song. So that sounds like shit. So I'm going to say Killer Instinct Super Nintendo. You're wrong. What? That, that was now that was the arcade version. I don't think so. It was. Um 
and I almost used the Killer Cuts version, but I almost I thought that was kind of like mean because it's a CD version of that. So uh let me see like like I don't know, the here's the Killer Cuts. Is that Oh shit, this is a song. I love this song though. Yeah. This is Orchid's theme. That was Orchid's theme. <laughs> Bro. Glacius. Name all of them. Here's the Killer Cuts version of that. Yeah. Much better. Oh yeah. The the rip I got of the arcade one was not great. But the, the Super Nintendo one just sounds way better anyway. Huh. Yeah. So I didn't do too great. Oh it just isn't even it's it. No, it's not. This isn't it. To the it's killer have... groove. Is it the instinct? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. John Campbell used this for his theme song, for his entrance. Kind of ruined it for me. So here's the super. Brings a little more synthy vibe in there. Yeah, you're right. I'd like to hear. Really? like that. Fuck, that's good, though. Super Nintendo's sick, man. That's, uh... Out of story, fun story of Killer Instinct. I think it's safe to say now that we're older, but my brother used to have house parties growing up while my mom was working midnight shifts at Myers. So they would get like he'd him and my sister would invite like all their friends over and get hammered and stuff and I'd stay up and help. Uh so like I would sleep, but one night I woke up and there was just like a party happening in the in the house and they would all be playing Killer Instinct. And, yeah. and that was how like they were like, Fuck, Mark's awake. All right, don't tell mom about this and you can hang out and play Killer Instinct with us. And I was there you go. battling all these drunk dudes. It was awesome. I was a killer, sound, killer Saber Wolf player back then. That sounds like a great time. Uh, still one of my favorite 2D fighter games ever, yeah. especially the Xbox One version. Uh, but yeah, that's Music Madness. I was trying to come up. I was going to do just sports games, but it was so hard getting good rips of midway sports games that it just wasn't worth it. Wayne Gretzky 3D Hockey, baby. That one I didn't think about until I didn't, I didn't uh, realize that they did, they did fucking... NHL hits, and then it did, did two-on-two on ice, too. Yeah. They did a lot of hockey games. Yeah. Well, let's talk fat dudes. We kind of skipped over that. I, I, got, yeah. I got a crazy creation you guys are going to love to hear about. Yeah. If you'd like to munch and to crunch and like eating out a bunch for your gastro servitude, sit back for the feud with gentlemen so crude as fat dudes face fucking food. I got a couple tales. All right, you go for it. You're not leaving? Oh, okay. Start every time you mess with your head and I start talking, you're like, okay, cool. I'm gonna leave. For All right, yeah, I'm out of here. All right, so check this out. McDonald's, right? I was driving to a pinball tournament before I retired from pinball, and I was like, oh man, well, I gotta get McDonald's for this kid. And I went in there at the drive-through, 
ordered yeah. something. Ordered something. I was read a happy meal. Got him a happy meal. And I was talking to Reed. And I went to the first window, paid him, and I just chilled there. And I was talking to Reed. And I'm like, man, this lady working at the window is nice. But I told Reed, I'm like, but this fucking place is taking forever. For fuck's sakes. Like, come on. I just ordered a fucking Big Mac. It shouldn't be yeah. that long to sit there. And it literally, like, <laughs> Like eight minutes went by. Damn. And I'm just like, God damn. Dude, I was still at the first window. Oh, shit. You hadn't <laughs> I never paid pulled yet. up. No, I paid and I didn't pull up to the second window yet. Why didn't you pull up? I didn't think, dude. I was sitting there talking to Reed and I didn't even think about it. And then she like opens the door and she's like, um, you can pull ahead now. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. Everyone behind me was probably fucking furious. I ruined everyone. I'm oh like, my god! Dude. I'm the dumbest person in the world. Wow. Yeah, I'm like I can't That's believe hilarious. this. I can't believe it. Yeah, this place is taking fucking forever. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Yeah, it's, oh. it's all my fault. That's they like went up there and they're like, "Here's your food." Fuck. Like so, I was like, I was the one. <laughs> That's hilarious. But anyway, we were on our way to D and D last night. You okay? Awfully, you're like a gnat. Like, oh, oh is it weird? Is it distracting? Whatever. Just pay attention to me. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to talk to you. Yeah, please. Okay, so, dude, I was on my way to D&D. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking get your... You are so funny tonight. All right. So you're on your way to D&D. Yeah, and there's like a new tradition that when I'm on our way to D&D, we stop at 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. And Reed loves those little mini tacos they have. Okay. You know, the beat up little mini tacos at the 7 Eleven. So he loves those. And we always luck out and there'll be like one pack left. Yeah. Probably been sitting there forever. But he doesn't care. He loves them. Mm -hmm. And so he always gets those. However, I had not ate anything that day. And I was outside playing football forever. And I was, I was fucking starving. So they had cheeseburgers 711 cheeseburgers yes see the face you just made me made me you're right so with rallies it's like a 50-50 chance you're going to get sick with uh, a 711 cheeseburger there's a 90% chance yeah. you're going to get sick but there's a 10% chance and it happens folks you cannot believe me if you want there's a 10% chance if that you're, that, if that you're willing to try 711 10 times <laughs> There's a 10% chance that that cheeseburger is fucking incredible. Okay. So I took a video and of a taste test, which I'll eventually get on TikTok. And uh, I took a bite of this. And it was the 10%. It was so fucking good. I couldn't believe it. My mind was blown. Now, did it have like the cafeteria cheeseburger vibe or was it just like a straight up burger? Like, this is just, like, a nice cheeseburger. I mean, it gives you a little cafeteria vibe. And and that's okay. Yeah. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just still, a certain You're taste. still going into this eating a burger from 7-Eleven. Yeah. So, but it was good, and I couldn't believe it. I was like, God damn, the, bo- the bun was nice and moist and good, and the burger tasted good. The cheese was melted perfectly. It was fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. So then I bought two of them because I was that fucking hungry. I ate the first one, whatever. And then the second one... Reed had already, dude, he had already crushed these taco things, but he had he had a couple left over. So we decided to make a crazy creation. 
This is the highlight of my life. I took the cheeseburger. I lifted the patty. I took the last two of the mini tacos. I put it in there and I smashed the bun back together. And Reed called it the burguito. <laughs> Even so, though it's a taco, not a burrito, it's burguito. So gross, dude. Was it gross? And I'm, I'm I was literally at this point because I wanted to make fun content to be like, oh, this burger sucks. And I'm like, okay, well, the burger was good. So I'm like, I came up with this. I'm like, oh, smash this. It's got to taste shitty. It was incredible. It was so good. It's wild. It was good. You had like the corn flavor of the tortilla with the cheeseburger and then that mystery beef that smashed into those little. Yeah. It, it was so good. It was so good. The burgito. Icarus, you've flown too far to the sun. <laughs> too close to the sun. Your wings will melt. <laughs> But dude, yeah, burgito, dude, get it, try it, yeah, try. It. I wish. See, that's the thing. I would love to I have you, you taste test it here on the show, but the the percentages are just too hard to do. I'll I'll try it sometime. I'll try it hot off the press. I, maybe. I'll get the burger and the like order them set, like the, the like, tacos to be made right there and then. Okay. I'm probably not gonna do that, but I'm it's just gonna fresh. roll the fucking dice and roll the dice. And if it's a ten, if it's a one out of ten chance, then. It'll get a good rating on the show if it's a 9 out of 10 chance. That'll be good content. Speaking of uh, rolling the dice, I uh, played D&D, and I did a lightning bolt attack, which you get 6d6. Oh, that's a fireball. 6d6, yeah, it's very similar to fireball. And I had 6d6 ready to go, and I rolled them all through my dice tower, and I got four fucking ones and, like, two twos. It was the worst roll I've ever had in my life. <laughs> and it was my last spell slot, and it sucked. We almost died. That's a good level three spell you cast. Yes. There, you fucking loser. Level three <laughs> I cast this level three spell for eight damage. <laughs> <laughs> it was great, and I took a video of that, too. So TikTok, at TGA Mark Riker. Or Mark Riker, TGA. I fucking can't remember who I am. Okay, well, uh, let me talk about some food here. So... How do you feel about the Wendy's Biggie Bag? The They got the $4, $5 option. The $4 option does not matter. It's currently the $5 options on the table. You get the double stack with that if you want. The double stack or the bacon cheeseburger if you want those things. Now, So I haven't had Wendy's in a while, but this is usually what I get. The Biggie Bag's the yeah. go-to. Yes. You get a drink. You get some nuggos. You get some fries. You get a sandwich. And with now with the, the nuggos, you can get regular spicy... And you get a side, or you get a side sauce with them. They have a spicy ghost pepper sauce, a ghost pepper ranch sauce. And I just got to be honest with you. And I think I've talked about it on the show. If you have not tried that, you should go out and try that. It's not incredibly spicy, but there's a nice little zip to it. There's a nice kick to that sauce. So go get a biggie bag, get some regular spicy nuggos, and get some ghost pepper ranch to go along with them. I would say. 7.8 out of 10 for your lunch right there. Okay. And that's a good lunch to fill up on. That's a perfect amount of food. Now, the <laughs> Applebee's... They apparently have a pumpkin spice frosty, and Ricky says it tastes like a candle. I could... I mean, I like candles. What is it a good-tasting candle? Now, there is an Applebee's near our apartment, and that Applebee's was closed for renovation for a little while. Now, how could you renovate an Applebee's, you ask? Well, put in a bigger microwave. (laughs) 
there's that option, as well as add Dollaritas back to the menu. So Sarah and I have gone to Applebee's a couple times, and we have, uh, you know, we've gotten the standard, like, spinach artichoke dip. We got the burger. I got the chicken shrimp fucking barbecue skillet dude. Does she like Applebee's? She loves Applebee's. I love that so much for you. Yeah. Because you hate Applebee's. (laughs) But I'm getting into it now. I'm getting into it again. (laughs) You're drinking cotton candy pop. You're fucking going to Applebee's. This is a changed man. I'm a changed man. (laughs) The best food a microwave can make. Applebee's. And and we both know that. But they do make a good burger. I do like Applebee's. They have, I don't know what it is, but their burger, solid. I don't get it. It It shouldn't be, but it's really good. But Dollaritas are making grounds in the U.S. right now. Dollarita? What, explain. A Dollarita is a dollar margarita. It one, is one, one dollar? singular dollar for a margarita. Does it come margarita. in a Dixie cup? It comes in a small cup. And it's definitely mixed by the gallon, by the multiple gallons. Like, they just pour some buckets together. And I will tell you, one Dollarita, very tasty. No buzz from it. It's not going to give you a buzz. I would expect. Two Dollaritas, very tasty. Nice addition to the meal. Three Dollaritas, you're going to feel like shit afterwards. Really? Man, we felt, we had. Like gut rot sick? Yeah. Like just like, this is horrible alcohol sick. Like no, and it's not like, not like Popov days or Popov. It's not like that alcohol. It's like somehow under that level. Like. Applebee's makes this in the basement of the building level of tequila because we got done with, uh, we had a couple Dollaritas. I think I had two and then I finished like a third of, like part of her third one and uh, not, did not feel good afterwards. Had a horrible headache. Oh, wow. Did have some gut rot. Yeah. So what I've discovered for the Applebee's aficionados out there, get your two for 25, two for 30, two for 34, whatever you're doing, you get your one or two Dollaritas to kind of get the night kicked off, get queued up for whatever craziness you got going. Yeah. You don't go past that second Dollarita. That's where you start to spend the extra couple dollars to get the next drink in the tier list. Yeah. You're starting at like an F tier. Yeah. Which tastes good. Not going to feel great. Then you move up to maybe like a C tier, like a shitty Long Island or a Coors Light, but not not the third Dollarita. Let's get caught up in chat here. Eric <clears throat> says, you got to go when they have dollar vodka cranberries. There you go. One Dollarita, I'm going to open my pants. Two Dollaritas, I'm going to get IBS. <laughs> if one Dollarita gets you to open your pants, Ricky, <laughs> you got some life things to work on. <laughs> Anybody, it's a lightweight, baby. Anybody? Cheap date. What did Brad say? Anybody buy the Taco Bell taco subscription on National Taco Day? $10 for a Doritos Los Taco Supreme every day for 30 days was kind of crazy. It is kind of crazy, but then you would have to go to Taco Bell 30 days in a row. <laughs> and do you want to do that? Yeah. Are you going to get your money's worth out of that? Because how many... What is a a Doritos Locos Taco Supreme is probably like three bucks now. That's, probably more. That, we'll just say three bucks. Low end, three dollars. So you need to go four times to make your money back. <laughs> so four times in a month. I don't think that's that hard. Well, if you like work right next to one or something. Four times in a month. That's once a week. That's not terrible. 
But if you want to get, that's just getting your money back. Like, right. if you want to really pull one over on Taco Bell, you go three times a week. And do you really want to, like, are you just stopping through a fucking drive-thru to get one Doritos Locos Taco? You're, like, going to Wendy's to get a biggie bag. You're like, <gasps> I have this 30-day one one taco a day thing. Now I could stop here and get my Doritos Locos Taco Supreme with tomatoes, sour cream, and fucking whatever is on there. Like, no, you're not going to stop at Taco Bell to get one taco. Are you? I, I mean. Are you? Go. I'm not. No, I would buy more things. I don't buy just one taco ever. I'm a fat fuck. It's the name <laughs> of the segment. So, no, I did not do that. What, did I, I tell you about, um, I don't know if I told you on this show. Did I talk to you about Golden Corral? Ricky and I went there. And I had a steak. Yeah, you did. And I had him make it for me right there. Mm-hmm. And it was incredible. Yeah. It's one of the best steaks I ever had. I can't believe it came from Golden Corral. It's like the fresh food that you eat there is like the one thing that won't make you sick. <laughs> eat my dick. That place is awesome. Well, Golden Corral is fantastic. When you go out, like, when you go there at a Saturday at two o'clock, if you're going there at Wednesday at three p.m., I went Tuesday you're gonna be, at six. That's a that's an okay time probably. That's right after the lunch, the dinner rush. But if you go there before people get out of work. Like a like a two thirty to four o'clock window, that fucking lasagna has been sitting there for six hours. I will say some of the rice I got was very very crunchy. Yeah, she's been sitting there a while. <laughs> that fillet of that fillet of fish fi- was great. That fish bin. That fish bin was fire. That fish bin looks like uh, the, the the like throwaways <laughs> from Lobster. Red Lobster. Oh, I'd fucking take the throwaways from Red Lobster any day. But yeah, that's Fat Dudes. You got anything else? That's it, man. All right. Where are we at now? We wrapping this bitch up soon? Um, Yeah, I got a... Wrap this bitch up soon. Um, I got a question for you. Yes. Oh, wait. We do have a we great got a, debate. We have a great... We do. Uh, we got two things here. Good, so, good, good. It's too early. I don't want to be done. Let's do a quick line. Oh, wait. Up. Film freaks. Yeah, we got we have three sections. Let's do a quick lines update and get a copyright struck. Oh, there's the end of the episode. Last week we came to you with the Lions beating the Green Bay Packers, taking the NFC North Division three to one. They extend that lead this week, going into Week Five of the NFL season, beating the Carolina Panthers 42-24 to in a decisive victory. Those numbers seem a little more gracious than they were. I would say uh, Carolina got some garbage time points on the board, so it was more... It was a lot worse. It was a lot better of a game for the Lions than it looked. So Jared Goff came in 20 for 28. Man, it was a perfect time to sneeze. <laughs> Jared Goff, 20 for 28 on passes, 236 yards, three touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. Man had four touchdowns on the day with no interceptions. God damn. David Montgomery running for 19 carries, 109 yards with a touchdown on the board. And uh, Amon Ra, St. Brown, Jameer Gibbs were out for this game. So we were missing two of our studs. But we had another running back step up. We did. And... uh, Craig Reynolds. Craig Reynolds had 
five carries for 57 yards, seven receptions for, I think, 79 yards or something like that. And a touchdown. And a touchdown. He was, on that one drive, he was determined. You saw it. He was just like, this is my time to shine. I'm going to take every handoff I get and bust ass. And they just kept giving him the ball, giving him the ball, because they knew he was determined. And last but not least, we had someone make their second season debut on the Lions, Mr. Jameson Williams, back from say, his gambling addiction. Yeah. His they gambling say Slim Shady. Slim Shady did also make a uh, season, uh, a 2023 season debut. Um, Who has more Grammy awards. Three more Grammys than Taylor Swift, so fuck you, Taylor Swift. Yeah. Um, he doesn't even have to fuck one of our players. <laughs> That's right. But Jameson Williams, after his six-game suspension, was brought back early for good behavior. Uh, to join the Lions for their... They just changed their policy. It wasn't good behavior. But he came back to the Lions, and he had a pretty... Not pretty. He had a very underwhelming day. Uh, two receptions for two yards. He was just not... He was it's He was good. not antiquated with the offense, but he's been out for a while. They probably weren't throwing him in the mix that much in practice, I'd imagine, because he just was not eligible. So we'll see what happens with Jameson Williams. He was a, a huge... Pick up for us in the draft. Hopefully, he starts to shine for us. That's your Lions update. Four and one next week, Sunday, on a flexed game that was one o'clock. Move to 425. We take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are looking pretty good. Yes. Without Mr. Tom Brady to be in the backfield for them. So, that it's not going to be... I don't think we'll lose that. Well, I know we won't lose that game, but I don't think it's going to be an easy game. Well, we're going to go out there and do our best. Yeah, let's take... Uh, this is our first 4-1 start since 2011, 2012. 91. 91 is... Yeah, I saw a stat that says first 4-1 since 91. I'm like, we went 5-0 and in 2011. Yeah, 2011's our last 4-1 or better start. So we'll see what happens. We are the kings of the division. Uh, I'm not sure where the Packers are at currently. I know the Bears won, finally. Yeah, the, the Bears did... Did the Bears... Yeah, they won. And the Packers are currently... It's halftime. Packers-Raiders are playing tonight. Packers 3, Raiders 10. Go Vegas! Yeah, I'll take Vegas. Las Vegas Raiders. We have two wins on the Packers right now. So let's hope we keep that going. Fuck the Packers. Fuck the fudge Packers. Fuck the Packers. So we have a random... No, 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 no. Ricky's been waiting so long Well, Ricky can wait because he's a a viewer and he's going to stay. So we've got... A great debate, film freaks, and then we're done. I just feel like I'm going to cause some problems with this great debate, and I hope I don't. Seriously? Yeah. Am I missing a great debate here? What problems are you going to cause with this? What incon- So my question to Mark, and this was uh, a question I had for him last week that we didn't get time to uh, ask. What inconvenience would you solve as president of the United States? And the examples that I had for him last night were, it's nothing like crazy, like solve world hunger. It's literally like the most basic bullshit. Like you are watching as the president, you're watching the Detroit Tigers play, you know, games, game three of a series. And there's some bullshit call, and you make a phone call real quick to get it reversed. It's something ridiculous and absurd like that that we're looking for here. Not anything that's like, make the wages better. It's nothing fucking social. I, social. I can't do that. I can't. Like, 
If I was president, I would try and change some shit. Change some dumb shit. I don't want to change dumb shit. Well, change... I want to change stupid shit that bothers me. All right. Well, give me... Uh, yeah, Noah, the Patriots did real bad yesterday. I feel bad for you. I apologize. Uh, Mark, give me some of that. I can't stand homeless people lately. <sighs> Boy. See, that's all I should probably say. What are you going to... So as president, what are you going to do to solve this homeless problem that you have in Bay City? I didn't say it was in Bay City. <laughs> I forgot. You're, I don't know. You're far-reaching. I don't want to say anything. Because, yeah. Maybe not do the homeless one. I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking sleep on benches and, like, fucking make tents and stuff Dude, now. I'm, and, like, I'm sure... Like, like think There's of, literally a homeless shelter... Right down the street. That's a women children's homeless shelter. No, it's not. It's a fucking homeless shelter. It is not. So we, I was thinking about it, and a lot of these cities outside of Bay City, they don't have um, homeless shelters. So I think mm-hmm. they throw them on a bus and send them to cities that do. And then That's they get full. The shelters get full, which sucks. So I think uh, I would do something to uh, help out the homeless community better. To make sure that they were taken care of and didn't sleep on the fucking streets. And maybe, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, I would do that. And then I would also uh, change the, uh, I would have stricter guidelines for uh, EBT cards. Jesus Christ. The <laughs> most, like, the most fucking, like, <laughs> the least the least things that affect Mark on the daily, but he's going for them. But and then also if the I lions, would like drug if, testing for EBT. If you smoke weed, you don't get food. No weed, no food. Weed equals no food. No weed. I didn't say food. that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like you can get the munchies now. Could help the fucking. You know that would help the. Okay, and also if the Lions had a bad call, then I would call there, them. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. That, you took the fucking hook, then, line, sinker. You and then, like, one. you know, pass interference calls, um, you know, they would have to be, uh, you know, be completely biased. Oh, Mark, I love you. So, I got I have a good one for this. Oh, and I would increase Halloween trick-or-treating time. I would not make it so standardized where it's like, it's from, it's from six to eight. Halloween time. I would bring it back to how it was when I was a kid. When where the, it's the wild fucking west. If the lights are fucking on, you're, you're still, still giving candy. It's not midnight yet. Still Halloween. Yep. It's it's game time. I Turn agree. your lights off. I agree with that. Fuck a fuck a strict timeline. Yeah. If it's not cold out, the kids aren't whining. The lights are still on. Let yeah. people get rid of their candy. They don't Elim- want it. So that's it. Eliminate the homeless. Eliminate food stamps. <laughs> help the lions with penalty calls. And increase trick or treating time for all by at least one hundred percent. Four things. I know. A couple Simple. of them aren't that Simple. big of a deal. I know? mean, really, when you think about it, priority. I'm starting low and I'm ending high. Uh, Halloween trick or treat time, high bar. Fix that immediately. I have a good one for you. So I moved out of Bay City. I do not live here anymore. One of my biggest gripes about this town are the bridges and the constructions that the construction work that goes along with them that shuts down the roads that lead to the bridges or shuts down the bridges completely filtering traffic to the other bridges that just bogs down and sucks. And this is not a problem. This is not a topic about Bay city. This is a topic about 
my life now as a president. So, and and I'll get there. Um, I currently there is where we live out. There is there was one huge construction project going that shut down a bridge one way. There's a small bridge that goes over an overpass that's completely shut, going the way I need to go. Now they opened up another construction project on the road connecting to the shutdown road of that bridge. So now instead of a four-lane road, which turns in at the intersection to like a five-lane, so there's a turn lane, it's now a two-lane road. And at that intersection, there's just one lane for each side. And the lane, the light doesn't go like where the green hits and these people can go. It's green for them, green for them, green for them, green for them. And it's the most important intersection in Davison. It's it's the one that these roads lead to, like the main roads lead to. If not the most important, the second most important. So now the and they're planning on shutting down more. So instead of like completing a construction project, they started one, have not finished it and are 3 months past their time with it. They're opening, they've opened up this other one, and then they're opening up another one. So they've got three construction projects in a mile radius going at the same time. So now, no matter where I get off exit-wise on my way home, I'm hitting a fucking dead end of traffic that backs up to the highway. No matter if it's the exit before the exit I have to take, the exit I have to take, or the exit after I have to take. And you're mad about bridges? This sounds awful. It is. And it's just like Bay City all over again. It's the fucking same shit I was dealing with there. Just a different beast, a different route. And I got to tell you, you know what I would do as president? If I saw on a fucking Thursday afternoon or a Friday afternoon, and sorry... Mr. Arsenal across the street who works construction. He doesn't know construction. He doesn't? I don't know. All right. Well, I don't really don't care. Worry about him. At this point, I don't care. He's, he's got he's got other things. If I see a road that needs to be finished and it's prime time of the day for work to be done so we can get this fucking project done so we can move the fucking people through the fucking roadway to get fucking home after their fucking work day. Sorry. Oh my god. Little swears. Uh I would call I would as president call that in like, "Hey, I see it's one o'clock on a Thursday and there's nobody working on this construction site. That's like shut down for construction. Let's get some people over there to finish this construction job that you guys have already gone 3 months past the deadline on." That's what my call would be. For that inconvenience. To- so if I was your vice president in this scenario, mm-hmm. I would bring up the option that I, I would say, hello, there's this city that has a lot of homeless people who do who need work. Yeah. And then we would work together and I would be like, take these people and they will do that work. I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. So yeah, we could work together here. Yeah, you start a and then those people Maze Riker, twenty start working baby. construction jobs, making really well really good money and they start filling up the homes and then there's no more homeless all the construction's fixed Matty Ice Marky Mark 2024 <laughs> that is what we're saying basically that's right baby um, yeah. 
Yeah, that's fucking simple as that, simple, bud. Simple pimple, dude. Let's the, roll. I, was, I, I would also make Super Bowl Sunday a national holiday. It should be a no. Uh, Super Bowl Monday should be a national holiday. I would take two day, two days. Yeah. yeah, Super Bowl Sunday is always the recognized day, and then you get the Monday off of work. Yeah. I mean, we have New Year's Day. That's a holiday, which makes sense. What what um what national holiday would you get rid of for Super Bowl Monday? <laughs> Uh, like a bank holiday, if you could think of Columbus one. Day. It's fucking stupid. It's, it's a racist day. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, but now it's Indigenous Peoples Day. So you're gonna get rid of their day? <sighs> you're right. I mean, has that been changed officially? I don't know. Uh, on my phone, yes. Oh, okay. Um, so Samsung started to get with the times. Okay. Um, let's see. I don't even think Halloween's a national holiday. That's not. Fuck so, a Labor Day. Give me a Super Bowl Monday. Yeah, I don't know. You can't really get rid of Memorial Day. No, we don't do that. It's a good day. Oh, man. Veterans Day, important. Yeah. Juneteenth, important. Um, President's Day, fuck them. Agreed. Absolutely. Is that a bank holiday? Fuck a President's Day. Fuck the Presidents. We are the President here. Don't fuck us. I'd rather fuck a day for me. Let me have my football Monday. Okay, you're fair. I'll take... As Presidents, we will sacrifice our day and have it... Be for everyone. As president of the United States of America, I make an executive decision that February blah, 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 the Monday preceding Super Bowl Sunday is now declared a national holiday for all schools, all businesses, and all federal buildings and workers to take off. Asks not what we can do for you. But what you can do for us by voting for the Matty I Said Marky Mark podcast, <laughs> as we will do for you an extra day off after Super Bowl Sunday. Drink, eat, bet, do what you need to do for your team. Just don't fucking go to work the next day. And may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> God bless the United States of America. Get rid of the homeless. That's Mark's fucking. This is what his inconvenience and is. And if that the he security wants. is needed <laughs> at the Super Bowl, there's a city I know <laughs> that has people ready and willing to work. Mark, I love you. I am sure that. They are eating fine. <laughs> my taxes pay for it. Shut the fuck up. And so do you. <laughs> okay, I'll shut. Ah, uh, right. shit. I told you I was going to get heat for it. Fuck it. You might get heat for that. Um, you're the president in the scenario. Why do we have to trade a holiday? Just add one. We're just saying um, we're giving up that one. If I had to trade a holiday, I would trade my day for yeah. that day, personally. My day. My day of the highway. Let's talk some movies. Yes. It's film freaking time. Oh, fuck yes. And then we're ending the show. That's yes, it. this is a good way to end the show. Film freaks. Yes. You hit it. I know. As your president in a circle, I'm supporting fuck it days. If you need a day off, use your fuck it day. I agree with that. I like... Um, I men- think everyone deserves um, some... Uh, Mental health days. Yeah, I think you should get umpteen number of vacation days. Six, a mandatory, six days. mandatory 
80 hours sick time, mandatory 40 hours mental health time. Uh, I'd just combine the mental health with sick. But you're sick in the head. So you get 120 hours sick in health time. Yeah. I like that. That seems fair. You get three fucking weeks off for sick. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, so we're going to talk about movies and Mark, uh, I gave up the, uh, outline there. So I forgot what movies I watched. I don't know why you ripped the outline up or crinkled it up. But anyway, uh, I jumped the gun. So the movies I've been watching are <laughs> Barbie and Jaws, two very similar movies. When you think about it. Nice. Nice. The Jaws of misogyny have crippled. I don't know where I was going with that. But either way, I watched Barbie for the first time, and I was worried going into this movie. I was worried I wasn't going to like it. I was worried that maybe I would feel like the bad guy. Because I... Duh. (laughs) I just... I was like, what if I don't find this funny and don't like it? Then am I the hater of women? Those were the thoughts going through my... My head. Yeah, so it's pretty crazy. bad when you have to worry about that crazy, going into. Crazy enough, be- I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. No, don't, I, don't get me going. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm trying, trying to light a flame. I'm trying to be funny, but so I watched the Barbie movie starring Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling, and I thought that movie was great. It opens. It's got a slow open where they're in. Have you seen this movie? I have not. Don't spoil so it. I, I, I want to see it. I won't spoil anything, but I will say... Are we taking headphones off? Okay. I'm taking a headphone off for a second. So it opens. They are in Barbie land. Mattel. Mattel Barbie land. And that's Ken and Barbie. They're doing their own thing. So there's Barbie land. There's real world. And along the way, they intercede. They, they become one. And I think... That going into that movie with what I expected, just from what I heard, it was completely opposite of what I was expecting. That it caught me off guard enough that I I just became relaxed, started watching the movie, and enjoying myself. Which is what you should fucking do for a movie. Seriously. You should not be stressing out about watching a movie. Yep, that did wonders for me with the new Turtles movie. So, I did that. I, I calmed down right away watching that movie. And it was... I, I really liked it. There's a lot of... I wouldn't say an agenda behind it because that's a bad way of putting it. But it paints... a It, it shines the, spy, the spotlight on a lot of misogyny that can be in business and life in general, but not just at that because it does point to the... Uh, the problems that Ken has, too. So it doesn't just focus on Barbie. It also focuses on Ken to a degree. His problems, his mistakes, all that type of stuff. Overall, really funny movie with some musical numbers in there that I thought were I was not expecting at all and I thought were just fucking hilarious. Um, Margot and Ryan, awesome job acting. So I think I gave that movie a three and a half star, if not a four star. I have no problems watching that again and I did enjoy it. I... I'm sorry that it has... Oh, where are we going here? It's it's a shame that it has this weird, like, negative connotation with it and that, you know, 
just because you don't like it, you're like a. I got it all wrapped up. Just because you don't like it, you're like a, a hater of women and all that. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but I do want to see it. I saw a movie in theaters. What did you see? Uh, my friend Molly and I went out and watched the original Exorcist, the 50 or whatever the special anniversary. The original Exorcist. Oh. And I realized I have not actually seen this movie from front to start. I just seen clips and we went and saw that together and it was fucking awesome. Such a good movie. Like literally there's a reason why it's like one of the best horror movies. It's it's weird to watch a horror movie with an actual plot mm-hmm. in it where like the like even like the priest and stuff, you get to see his backstory and all the stuff he's dealing with and some of the parts in the scenes they like sometimes people could see him as comical because it's been spoofed so many times from different movies. But like it's so creepy. It's so weird that it's creepy in like all the right ways. And that movie is fantastic. Um, I loved it. How did it, did it add, was it still scary for being 50 years old? Yes. Yeah. Nice. There's literally a scene that like, and it's not like, here's the thing. It's scary because it's, it's got a good plot and everything with it. It's not like today's scary movies where it's just like, get ready. Jump scare. It's not like, yeah, it's like you're actually scared, but what's going on? You're like, on the edge of your seat, and I remember the the Molly jumped when just a telephone rang. Mm-hmm. So it was something that was not like planned to be like this big scary thing. It was just like a telephone ring, and it was like, oh my god, it got you. So I'm glad you brought that up because I just watched Jaws, um, and I've seen that movie before, but it was one of the most. It was the first times I've watched that movie start to finish recently since I was an adult. That movie came out seventy five. And it does the same thing where it doesn't need a bunch of uh, Hollywood magic to make it feel real. There's just, they do such a good job building suspense and building the horror from just the scenes that they're doing. The underwater shots of like you almost as Jaws going up to yes. to kill the, the kid on the raft or whatever. They don't need the special effects. And just because of how they film that movie and how the the story goes along, they build suspense in every single scene. You never know what's going to happen because right. it's not just a like a like a paranormal activity style movie where you can read the jump scares. Yes, yeah, so see, that's the thing with that is they put a lot more work into that, and uh, the cinematography is really well done in those older movies. Uh, my Exorcist review is saw this one on the big screen tonight with all the extra scenes. So they even had extra scenes in this version. Not a surprise why this is one of the best horror films ever made. The character development alone is so damn powerful. A scary movie with a cool plot. It's almost unheard of these days. The weird and creepy scenes that could sometimes appear comical still do the job of making you freaked out with the right acting that is showcased here. A classic for all times. I gave the Exorcist four out of five stars. This is the original Exorcist, not the new one that's out in theaters now. The remake thing. Uh, another movie I watched. I'll just run through these real quick because I made a. We got uh, man. Are you talking in our fantasy football league right I now? I didn't realize. I forgot to fucking swap Aaron Jones. That's out. So I'm gonna lose this week because I'm a fucking. You played idiot. a bye week player. No, he's question. He's. 
Green Bay's oh. running back, and I forgot how he fucking got ruled Rookie out. Rookie mistake. I know. I was going to do it in the car, but I don't like driving and using my phone because it's illegal, so I was going to do it when I got here, and then I fucking forgot. I have a Jaws review as well, so tell me your review. I already did. I just read my ex- review oh, okay. of Exorcist. All right, here's my... Jaws. Give me the Jaws review. Here's, Jaws, Jaws review. 2. Jaws 2. Jaws 1. You saw Jaws 1? Yeah. Oh, you said Jaws 2 like he isn't also. Oh, yeah. Jaws okay. as well. So Jaws 1, 1975. I gave this movie a four and a half stars. Okay. I decided to sit down and watch this classic that I've seen before, but never felt like I could truly appreciate it because I was young at the time. I love suspense movies like this, but have never been a huge fan of horror movies. There's something about the 70s and 80s era of these thriller horror movies that does it for me, though. The cinematography in the... the, 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 The cinematography in the beginning of this movie is amazing. The shots of the camera slowly rising from the depths of the ocean, almost as if you are in Jaws' point of view, about to make the kill, keep you engaged and on the edge of your seat. The acting from Richard Dreyfus, Dreyfus is Matt Hopper, and Quint, Robert Shaw, uh, bring to life characters that you could hardly ever forget. Chief Brody's one-liners are fantastic. Quint's monologues are sublime. Jaws himself still looks fantastic. I love this movie. Nice. So I also watched a new movie. I came home Saturday night. I was in the fucking world of pain. My mind was fucked. It was a rough night for the old Marky Mark. And um, it was a bad spot. My buddy Ricky, shout out to him, he came over and uh, got me feeling better. Got my head in the right place. He freaking, yeah, patched my wounds for me. That's what great friends do. That's like what Maddie Ice does, that's what Ricky does, Eric. You guys are a fucking solid group of friends. I just want to give you a little shout out there. Dylan, too. Big time, man. So um, Ricky was like, I'm going to put a movie on. I'm making you watch this movie, and uh, so I downloaded Tubi. Mm-hmm. Have you fucked with Tubi at all? I've had Tubi before. Yeah, it's free, I guess. You just watch a few ads every now and then, and it's not like long ads. It's not like Hulu with ads. So um, he's like, I'm going to make you watch this movie, and it's called Rectuma. <laughs> and uh, okay. it's about a guy who goes to get his butthole checked out. He gets bit by a frog or something. That sounds like a Ricky movie. Oh, it's literally the Rickiest movie of all Ricky movies. And, uh, yes, it put me in a great spot because it was hilarious. And it's totally a B movie. If It's, yeah. Here's my uh, review for Rectuma, which I gave a two-star and I liked. It's impossible to give this movie more than two stars but it's the best two-star movie I've watched in a while. With a $2,500 budget, I'm actually quite impressed. A little racist at times, but it's so dumb in a good way, it kept me entertained after a terrible day. (laughs) So that's that's my review for that. It is weird and so all over the place. Uh, I think, so you know, like in Godzilla, you had the girls that, the, the little twins that would kind of bring out Mothra Mm -hmm. and sing songs. Yeah, there's like little twins in this or whatever that bring out Rectuma. And yeah, so like it's about, you know, this dude's ass disconnects from his body and like it gets like nuclear and then this giant ass like is like terrorizing the How high were you when you watched this? I don't do any sort of drugs at all. Are you sure? I don't, but... You should. Yeah, but this... Before you watch... Let me tell you what, after a fucked up day... 
and then Rick just putting this giant ass on my TV that was like take, terrorizing the world. You don't think about the terrible day anymore. Good job, you Rick. You think about a giant ass. Good job, Rick. Just shitting everywhere, and it was there was butt sirens. I've you know what? Now that I think about it, I've never watched a bad movie with Rick. Oh, it's hilarious. He laughs so hard. This is like the sixth time he's seen it too, and he just keeps laughing. There are some hilarious lines in it. If you like bad good movies. Check out Rectuma on Tubi. And uh, yes, afterwards, I was still, I, I decided to watch High Spirits. High Spirits is a classic movie I used to watch as a kid. It's freaking awesome. It's uh, 1988 is when it was made, so it's about the same age as me. And uh, great movie. Uh, one of my favorite classic scary comedies. Still holds up some parts, and it still scared the crap out of me, and this love story actually makes sense to me compared to Elemental. <laughs> so, what a great review. Yeah. Uh, that movie's awesome. Uh, Ellen, like from Ellen Griswold. Okay, she's, yeah. Yeah. Can't remember her name, but she's always Ellen to me. And then uh, the dude from City... Uh, dude from... Uh, not City Slickers. I always get him mixed up with Billy Crystal. Oh, God. Yeah, he's uh, the guy... The main dude from... Uh, Police Academy. Oh, uh, I know who you're talking. I can't. I'll never remember his name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, it's uh, Matt Shepard or some shit like that. It's no, not- it's God. Kmart Billy Crystal. Kmart Billy Crystal. Steve think- Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so Rick call him Kmart Billy Crystal. Yeah, Steve Gutenberg. He's, yeah, it's good. And um, yeah, Beverly D'Angelo is. Yeah, that's the one that was Ellen. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's a good... So it's like this um, hotel, like this big castle, and this family's losing it in Scotland. And uh, it's actually haunted, and they the ghosts come out. You just need to watch it. It's on Amazon Prime if you want to check it out. It's a good It's a good movie that's underrated. And if you're looking for a, like a spooky, scary movie that's a comedy this time of the year and you feel like you've seen everything, I would check that one out. I also right. watched Air. What do you think about Air? Worth the watch or not? Um, have you seen The Last Dance? Yes. Did you? Oh actually, no, I didn't actually. I think I've asked you that four hundred twenty yeah. times. I would watch The Last Dance because that's the best thing from Michael Jordan. Uh, Air is about the story of Nike pretty much signing Michael Jordan yeah. because they were like nothing before Air yeah. Jordans. I wrote my review for Air is, and I took this personally. Huh. But yeah, fun movie about a story of determination and how to spend millions when you have billions. Didn't realize Adidas owners were Nazis, so this movie was educational as well. <laughs> Too bad they didn't bring up all the Nike sweatshop issues. Just do it. So. Just do it. Just make those fucking shirts. Make those shoes. So yeah, that's cool. But yeah, I had no, no idea Adidas was a bunch of Nazis. Yeah, we'll have to dig Adidas. into that more. Maybe we'll do a history of Matty Ice and Marky Mark uh, segment because we do enjoy that. And oh, if you were doing a history, bring in Jason Arsenal. That guy knows everything about everything. The r- most crazy random facts. I love history. Oh, excuse me. Um, yes, yeah, so that's why I'm keeping my my mind not as crazy now by watching more movies. Yeah, uh, we've been crushing through movies lately. If you want to follow us on Letterboxd, totally do it. Yeah, um, we're both on Letterboxd. Boxed. Letterboxd. Uh, we've been posting. I've been trying to. I've been working on mine because there's 
a lot of movies. I'm not posting reviews for everything I watched this year because I forgot. That's fine. A lot of them, but I am giving ratings. There you go. You should watch. Do you like those whodunit movies? Sometimes you I have to be in the right mood. You should watch. See how they run with Sam Rockwell. I just put a review up for that, and it's okay. a really good. I think it's a Netflix or it's not a Netflix. It's one. Of, Netflix it's it's on something, but you should watch it. It's a good whodunit set in like the 30s or 40s or something like that. But yeah, that's gonna be the uh, the show, folks. Um, nothing crazy. No new announcements or anything like that. Maybe next week we'll be doing a guest show. Ooh, we gotta get it's Eric. been a while since we've had a guest. we got to get Eric and Ricky on here from the wider range of conversations. Oh, they, I love their podcast so much. I am a big fan of it, too. Dude, they have this new segment that's totally original, and it's called Large Dudes, Fala- uh, Large Men Fellatioing Grub. Yeah. I don't know where they got the idea for that, I, but I it's, it's great. All it is, you, you hear them. They don't even rate the food item they're eating. You just hear them crunching it. I know it. that they don't even rate it, which... They crunch it over the mic, and it's just music to your ears. Yeah. Check out them. Wide range of conversations. If you need... This is a sister show. They fucking kill... Eric did that Hoochie Girl intro. Hoochie Daddies. Hoochie Daddies, and it it's so good. I don't and even know what me, the fuck a hoochie daddy is. I'll never watch a hoochie that's daddy. That's the thing about their show, though. I don't even know what the fuck hoochie daddy is, but I, I'm entertained by them talking about it. They've been getting me on the, uh, like, I want to watch bullshit-ass TV thing, and there's, like, a SEAL Team Survivor show or something where you, like, they're going through, like, Delta Force training and getting eliminated, kind of like uh, fucking... What, what like was that show? Daddies? Like what was that Joe Rogan show? Uh, Fear Factor. Fear Factor. It's like that, I think. Oh. So, you sure they eat like bull dicks and shit on that show? I don't think. Maybe it's not like that, but it's it's like Survivor where you fucking get oh, okay. eliminated. So, yeah, they've been Hoochie Daddies getting me into it. Dude, I want to. I want a wide Hoochie range of Daddies. conversations. <laughs> t-shirt. Yeah, me too. Get that shit going. Yeah. Um. So. That's going to do it for this week's show. We'll see if we have some uh, some guest spots on next week. We've got our new equipment. We've got some new mics, new cables. We got a new setup. We are ready to go for the guest show Yes, if we get there. So I'm not sure what's going to happen, but I do know one thing. We will see you next week on the Matty Ice and Marky Mark podcast. Peace.